This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Good Friday morning. It's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 31st. Oh, my God. August is almost over. Thank God. Episode 2006, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Horse World. It's Friday. When I get off of work on Friday. Everybody's favorite day of the week on Horses in oh my the Morning. God. I just like had a panic attack. I just thought that there was like something, some like huge wasp or bee or something on my shoulder. I'm wearing a t-shirt and there's something on my sleeve. And I just was like one of those like, oh and it was hay. <laughs> I just threw it hay. <laughs> it's always hay. <laughs> it's like, why do I freak out like that? Like, <laughs> Did you see the picture the other day? What was it, an ad for something where the girls doing the hay caused all the, I mean, a thousand comments, um, where the girls doing, moving hay around and she was in a halter top and shorts. No. Did you see no. the picture? She was moving hay around. It was an ad for something. I can't remember. But she was moving hay and she's in a halter top and shorts. And it actually was like a woman empowerment ad or something. And she, but, and then it looked like she was doing it in the middle of a, pallet storage yard. There was all these pallets around. And I'm going, that is the most bizarre ad. First of all, no woman does hay dressed like that. Nobody does hay dressed like that. No, because, you know, you look so sexy when you're slinging hay around and then like you sit down to get some water and your skin is pimpled because you've got so many little pokes in it. That's right. Exactly. I don't care if it's a thousand (laughs) degrees out. You put jeans on when you're moving hay around. It's a first That is a person that has never moved hay. (laughs) How about that? And then why are we filming this in a pallet yard full of dead pallets? I didn't get it at all. Anyway. Why didn't they just use the the forklift to pick up the pallet and move the hay? That's a good point. There were lots Sounds of those comments. There me. was about a thousand comments on there from horsewomen. It was really bizarre. <laughs> hey, I want to start off with some good news. You know, we there is one organization that you never hear anything bad about. In all the years we've been doing this show, we have never heard anything bad about the AAEP, the American Association of Equine Protect Practitioners. We always we What's always we always hear about them when the conventions going on, and we usually get live reports from vets, right? They're having a good time mm-hmm. and usually partying. Um, but they do a good job. I mean, and you, we never hear anything bad. Well, you're not going to hear anything bad now because they've, in 2018, the American Association of Equine Practitioners Foundation has approved $700,000 to fund 28 organizations, projects, and programs committed to its mission of improving horse health and welfare. The scholarship support uh, helps students. It also helps research and does all kinds of, they gave it to all of these different organizations that are doing all this different stuff to help out, uh, to help educate and to also directly help studies for horses. And one of the big things they were really focusing on this year is getting a lot of training to veterinarians to help with first responding for things like hurricanes and fires and stuff after last year. Right. So, So 
they're doing all this good work. And again, it's an organization that we really never hear anything bad about. I don't know. Maybe we aren't paying attention, but good on them. And they're just got $700,000 into the stream to help make horses' lives better. So that's amazing. Good for them. Good. Yeah. It's a we good love story. good news on I this know. show. We don't talk about bad news. It's all good news. That's here. right. Now, when we find out somebody's been embezzling from them and buying uh, quarter horses by the millions, we'll let you know. Uh, that but happened, to, but that was a different organization. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different person. God, that that film that's on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? About her? No, I would. So I just. Uh, I couldn't do it. I just. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. You either. know what? You, I love. Who's the chick that? Um, She's the heavy set woman who's the comedian. It's just her name is escaping me right now. Um, Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Oh my God. She is the funniest person on the planet to me. However, I could not watch that movie, Tammy, because she like steals people's identity. Uh, yeah. I think it was the movie team. It was the one with uh, the other guy. Anyway, I couldn't even watch it because I was so mad because if you've had your identity stolen, it's people like that that you want to punch in the face. <laughs> and we've, and I, so was, you know, we've had a couple of listeners recently that have had that happen. And it's just disastrous. Uh, it's disastrous. It's just awful. So anyway, I like I can't watch a movie. I, I would want to punch that girl in the face so bad. So what's the name of that show? I can't remember. All the Queen's Horses. Because we uh, thought it was about the queen. <laughs> it isn't. It's about her. <laughs> so I can't remember her name. The lady who stole the money from that town. Uh, was it Dixon? I remember the name of the town. I can't remember the name of the lady. There we go. Jen, Jamie, save us. Jamie, save us. What's going on today? Well, Identity I just want to say, first Identity. of all, I yeah, I, I had my Netflix account stolen last week. Does that count? It was How does somebody do that? <laughs> and why? It's $10. I don't know, but... <laughs> Kudos, kudos to Netflix for making it easy for me to get it back. And Jamie, I feel your pain on the freaking out about non-existent bugs because with my dreadlocks, it happens on like a daily basis. So I feel you, girl. God. Like, oh my God, what is that? Oh, that's the dread. <laughs> my hair. <laughs> it's true. All right. So on today's show, guest Donna Dodson Fraser joins us out of Bakersfield to talk about her experience going viral with a video of her riding her horse while playing the violin at the same time. Glenn attests to the fact that violin playing is very difficult and I stink at it, so I can't imagine doing it while playing while riding a horse. Oh my gosh. Karen Chayton gives us the scoop on training Thor to ride his first endurance race and we'll give you the latest in really badass. Thank you, Jemmy. Appreciate it. Well, my daily Winnie is a very happy birthday to the following people. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> a happy birthday to guest wrangler Denise Raymond. She's the one that books our guests. And also auditor Stephen Lux. Happy birthday to both of you. Well, you guys know that when we watch, we listen to podcasts, one of my favorite podcasts is the one that Mike Rowe does. Um, and so he's got a new TV show and it's, as I guess it's not new, they've done one full season um, and it's called Returning the Favor. Have you seen this, Glenn? No. So it's called Returning the Favor and it is a, po it's a, it's a television show that is only on Facebook. 
he did it for Facebook. And basically, he travels around the country in search of people that are making a difference in their communities. He calls it searching out for bloody do-gooders. And he finds these people that are doing these amazing things and, like, helps them even more and and gives them things. And, and all these companies sponsor all of it. Anyway, I watched one this week. It was a, the season finale. And I I always tear up. But I think because of my week with Zeus, I'm just feeling a little sensitive. And I watched Returning the Favor, and I freaking bawled. Like, ugly cried watching this episode. And it wasn't bad. It's, it's, it's a wonderful story. They're all great stories. They're Like, this person was a woman that lives in West Virginia in a coal mining town. And the people are starving up there in our country because there's nothing around. There's no work. There's no jobs to be had. And this woman runs a food bank and she needed a new roof. And so he came on and he like had people put on a new roof and then brought some food. Anyway, but it was just a great story, but I just started crying unbelievably. So anyway, I wanted to get my daily Winnie to micro because he's, I'm sure he's listening. Uh, number one and number two, he is just, just really, that's a guy that really does, good you know that's a guy that gets out there and does some really really good stuff so anyway can i, I also say he is the best storyteller on the oh planet my God. today oh uh, it's just so amazing. good that show is amazing and uh it looks like we might have mike rose mom coming on because she wrote a book and it was about horses i have been stalking <laughs> and bugging the, i'm like get this woman on the show. I love following her because he posts a lot about his mom and, and Mike Rowe will post texts from his mom, like text messages. And they're hilarious. Like your dad was in the bathroom and he was having a hard time pooping. And I mean, like she texts him these hilarious things that are just everyday conversation, but he like exploits it. And it's really funny. So check him out on Facebook, um, Mike Rowe. And the show is called returning the favor. And is there a voiceover on a nature show or any show on TV today that's not voiceovered by Mike Rowe? He, yeah. <laughs> he voices, you hear his voice on almost every show out there, especially if it's on Discovery. It's Mike Rowe. It's, he's going to do the voiceover. What do you think he gets an hour for voiceover work? It's kind of uh, a lot. I'm sure we can ask his mama, but there is, <laughs> uh, there's, only, there's him. I think Sigourney Weaver started making some time. And then, of course, you know, we've got um, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> those are the three. Oh, Oprah, too. Oprah's done some voice work. Yeah, it's, it's those just, guys. Like, Oprah needs the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I got a quick review while we're getting our first guest ready. So okay. we went to see Crazy Rich Asians. So this is a movie review. Uh, it, I'm going to try and do this spoiler free. However, I don't think it matters much, to be honest. Let me just say that I the movie was funny. And there was some funny spots. It's a rom-com. Okay? It's a rom-com. It's about this couple. And if you take a typical rom-com that you've seen a thousand times over the last... 10 years. Uh, that will be this one, only with Asians and every Asian stereotype you can imagine. Um, mm. They're all in this movie. And every stereotype about a rom-com you can imagine is in this movie. And to the point where, as we were going through the movie, I, I kept saying that she was so pissed at me. I kept saying to Jennifer, this is going to happen next. You watch. This is going to happen next. You watch. This oh, is gonna you're happen annoying. Next. You watch. Oh. But it all happened in the exact order. It's like they have a mold and the rom-com, oh, and I'm going to ruin it for everybody right now. Go la 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 if you don't want to hear this. It ends in an airport. Not kidding. 
Yes, like every rom-com does. So I'm just saying it's funny she in places. She's going to fly home and he's like, and, and, oh my uh, God, yep, I have to exactly, go to the airport exactly. and get her. That's yeah. exactly where so it is. That, so that's there a, you go. <laughs> it's the, it was funny, but predictable. I mean, you know, it's it's a romantic comedy. Just so you know, I did go see Ant-Man and the Wasp and that was amazing. It was and a good movie. Make that sure was a good movie. make sure you stay through the yeah. credits. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, well, it's a Marvel movie. You as you do with every Marvel movie. Yes, yeah, exactly. People were leaving. I was like, where are y'all going? <laughs> don't don't leave what are you new you know like, the new people when they leave either that or the movies marvel movie you don't go anywhere but either that Jeez. or the, in their defense sometimes the movies uh with marvel are like 48 hours long and you gotta pee at some point so uh yeah. they're just running for the bathroom usually yeah, but yeah true. i try and stay i try and go to the bathroom before that so i can stay for the good parts at the end in the credits uh you do not have to stay for the credits during crazy rich agents i'm gonna say well, you don't know you didn't stay uh, <laughs> uh we did for a little while and there was some things in it but it really didn't it wasn't worth staying for Okay. So, yeah. And now, has anybody seen Christopher Robin? The uh, no. Ewan McGregor. I want to go see that so bad. And um, I, you know, now that Chad is on a trip, maybe I can go. Because <laughs> every time I'm like, let's go see Christopher Robin. He's like, really, really. I, and then he finds something to do, and then we forget. I did hear about the Meg. Did you see the Meg yet? Uh, no, but we're gonna have to hold that because our guest is ready. <laughs> oh, good, because it was terrible, apparently. And yeah, that's what I don't I heard see too. water movies, so yeah. yeah, you're not gonna be seeing that one. I don't see. I don't go in boats. I don't watch water movies. It's all connected. So while we were out, uh, Jemmy alluded to this, while we were out doing the Finding Florida show over the weekend, she had the opportunity to play a violin for our show and apparently hasn't played since she was five. The opportunity to? No, I was forced to. <laughs> Not the opportunity to. I was forced to. You all hear that in the next Finding Florida show. But on. in the meantime, Still we have it. a woman who actually can play the violin. And uh, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk to her about. Not only her vid- viral video of her playing the violin on uh, on a video while riding a horse. By the way, let's take a listen to a little bit of that. Now, that's with no reins, because it's kind of hard to play the violin without reins, right? So we have Donna Frazier on here. She is from Bakersfield. And Donna, are you shocked at how viral your video has gone to a half a million views and 5,000 shares? Donna, are you there? Do we have Donna? Do we have anybody? Did we lose the connection? I'm again? here. I'm listening. Let's Can see. you hear me? Up. Oh, so we've lost our connection. Why does this keep happening with uh, with Colin's studio? Let me get it back. Thank you, you for calling horses. Can in you the hear morning. me, Glenn? Yes, you I can hear you. To we lost the connection waiting. with them. All right, let's try again. Don, are you shocked at how viral oh, your video you has gone? Hi. Yeah, we got dropped off. Sorry about that. Hi, I lost you. Yeah, we lo- I lost you for a second there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Uh, so go ahead. Are you shocked at how viral this video has gone? Half a million views and 5,000 shares? Yes. <laughs> because I did this just, you know, kind of for my friends. And as it was something I'd want to do for a very long time. And I finally got around to doing it, and then it just kind of took off. I thought that was the funniest thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you actually are a violinist. I mean, you actually do play for, like, an orchestra and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm the associate concertmaster of the Bakersfield Symphony, and I've played with them since 1984. Um, 
and I've been associate concert master, I think for about, I think this is coming my fourth year as associate concert master. And um, it's been kind of a family thing because my mother was associate concert master since 1961 until she retired probably about five years ago. And then I took over the job. And now my son, who's starting college this fall, is going to audition on percussion. So it's a three-generation thing here in Bakersfield. Wow. I always admire people that can do music. Jamie, my co-host, can't sing or do anything musically, and neither can I. Now, she attempts to. Dude, I am epic (laughs) at like four chords on my guitar, and you better watch it. I'm amazing. She has played guitar for us before. It wasn't great. Uh, It wasn't as good as violin on horseback. I actually... I actually play electric bass too, but I um, I haven't got around to playing electric bass on the horse yet. <laughs> I've held it on the horse, but I haven't played it yet. I have to get a you know one of those uh, cordless amplifiers, and then I can no, do it. just you just need a backpack amp. <laughs> there you go, yeah, with a little <laughs> yeah, antenna. Yeah, that's, that's what I need to, to get. <laughs> hey, Except with that flopping around, I'm not sure how my horse would handle it. <laughs> Hey, Donna, I got to ask you, we've stopped at a violin store at our last adventure last weekend, and they had uh, 200 violins on the walls. It was an incredible place. Um, and he said, oh, I said, what's the most expensive one you got? And he brought over this $80,000 violin that was like from the 1890s or something. Was this an $80,000 violin you were playing on on the horseback? No. <laughs> okay. So um, I, I have a really fine Italian violin, 1930, made in Rome, and that one stayed at home. <laughs> so the one I actually played was this old junker that I played in high school. And um, we actually have a mountain cabin here in California, and we keep this violin up at the mountain cabin for either my mother and I to play with if we want to. Um, and then, you know, if they have if a fire sweeps through, we don't care. You know, the violins, it's disposable pretty much. So I figured if I dropped it and broke it, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I did that. And the violin to me sounds absolutely horrible. When I heard the beginning of the clip when you were playing it just now, and I'm thinking, oh, man. Yeah, you're riding on <laughs> a horseback. It's just a piece of plywood. I got to ask <laughs> you, though. But I was just glad it was in tune. Did you have to desensitize your horse to the violin before you got on and rode him around in circles playing? Yes, because, you know, he's a really good boy, but he's also one of those horses that anything new and he's in the next county. So um, first I played it for him on the ground and, you know, he kind of did the dragon thing and sat back a little bit. But once he got used to it, he tried to eat it. And then um, when I got on him, first I, I cantered him around just to warm him up. And my son was standing in the middle with the, with my phone to videotape and also with the violin. So I cantered the horse around and I said, okay, bring me the violin. And he handed it to me. And, um, I had the violin and the bow in one hand and just the sound of the bow hitting the strings, the horse just bolted. (laughs) And, you know, luckily, you know, my other hand, I just, you know, steered him into the fence. So he was fine. Then he stopped. And he was okay. And I said, well, maybe I'm just going to have to do this as a walk. So we did the first run with just me playing it a couple of times at the walk. And I thought, well, maybe that's going to be it. But then I said, well, let's try this. So I trotted him a little bit. He was fine. Then I countered him. He was fine. So I went ahead and played it. And But I just, um, normally when I play, I'm kind of all over the place. I move a lot, but I had to be really still because I didn't want to scare him. And he could see my shadow in front of him and he could see it look different. And he was looking at that, but you know, he's, he's just, he's still pretty green. He just turned seven. Um, but you know, he's, he rolls with it. Um, he's a second level horse now and we're going to the CDS championship next, 
month. Um, so Wait. he's a good boy. He's very obedient, but it was a new thing for him. <laughs> and he's a, he's an Appaloosa draft. And I was I was stalking you on Facebook. You have a lot of Appaloosas you do dressage uh-huh. with, and I mean some very bright ones. Uh, we're talking some serious spots on on yeah. some of those Appaloosas. <laughs> do you get comments from the dressage judges because they just can't concentrate on the movements? I mean, yours are very colorful. No, you know they. They've never commented on the color, and but you know these horses—they're bred by my friend Melanie Burkhart of Confetti Farms, and all three of the ones I'm showing are all related. Um, and they're such nice movers; the judges never really seem to see the spots. You know, sometimes <laughs> the spectators comment, but you know the judges—they just see the movement and they see how obedient and good they are, and and they always reward them. So I've never had a problem with it. Well, you, they are flashy. They're very flashy. I can see spectators would love them because it's just something totally different than you normally see. And I can see, you know, I can see them being very good at dressage. Yeah. And this one's second level. What's the highest level you have with an Appaloosa right now? Him right now. Because yeah. he's still, he's my first one. Um, the other two I ride belong to the breeder. And, um, but he, the one in the video is my own horse. Um, and so he's, gonna start third level as soon as the championship show is over and we'll see how he does he's pretty talented so he's and he learns fast so and and i have my retired show show horse i got her up to fourth level so we'll see how this guy does and do you have your violin right there no, I don't. Oh, too bad. It's our uh, it's our guest it's booker so Denise who booked you. It's her birthday today. I was going to have you play a happy birthday. I so I am a oh, big I am a big fan of Lindsay Sterling, and I know you know who she is. And for those that don't, she's probably yeah. one of the. There are certain people that make instruments cool every so many years, right? And because they you kind of don't hear uh-huh. about it much, and then all of a sudden there's somebody that makes it big playing that instrument. And Lindsay has taken and just taking the world by storm, playing the violin and kind of making it new age. Has she done a lot for kids wanting to play a violin again? I hear about her all the time from my students. I'm also a um, violin and viola teacher. And they, so many of them got into it because of seeing her. And the stuff she does is pretty incredible. You know, all her kicks and spins she does. I don't know how she does that and plays at the same time. It's pretty impressive. Um, but, yeah, it's, she's really crossed over into um, a, a genre and a different type of crowd that normally you wouldn't get for classical violin so that's been really fun i have nothing but respect for her yeah i mean she plays like backwards upside down and bending over touching her head on the ground i mean it's just some of the pictures and videos you see and and step up your game girl (laughs) yeah i mean geez you need to be upside down on the horse playing violin and then you might catch up (sighs) don't do that (laughs) yeah don't do that please please don't do that if you do please wear your helmet Well, this has been fun. I'm glad to see fun, different things and people doing different stuff. And I'm really glad to see your Appaloosas out there doing dressage. We love when there's crossover with breeds and doing things they're not normally seen doing. So so good on you for doing that, too. Appaloosas make awesome event horses, too, now. So yes. they're just they're yeah, you know the breeder. The good majority of her horses go on to be event horses and do really well. There's one I think just is first FEI competition. Is it their work ethic? Recently, is so. it their work ethic? They have good work ethic, and is that part of the reason why? 
Yes, very much so. Very much so. And you, they're just, yeah, there's just something about them. You know, and I, I had never ridden Appaloosas before I got my guy. And I, I got him as an unbroke two-year-old and did it all myself and was just amazed at how easily he was to, how easy he was to train. Just a really good boy. And all of her horses are like that. You know, the other two I've been riding for her, I've given them their dressage training and just, they just go right up the level. So, well, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to pick on you a little bit here because it sounds like you have such a wonderful partnership with your Appaloosas that when you say he was unbroke, that would lead me to believe that you broke him. But say he's an yeah, unstarted, he's unstarted and you started <laughs> him because when you say broken, it leads to like this thought of like this horse, but you have such an amazing partnership with him that, and all of your Appaloosas, I've seen all your pictures. So it just really, really, I, I love it when people take their horse, like Glenn was saying, and they do something special with it and do something unique and give a horse a job and give a horse a life and, and they give us back so much, don't they? Yes. Awesome. And they're well, so versatile. You know, I take him to the mountains. I ride him bareback. You know, I do everything with this guy. Yeah. They're, they're my, my first pony, Glenn, was a POA, which is like an Appaloosa, you know, Pony of the Americas, mm-hmm. like Appaloosa Shetland. Appaloosa Light. Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Appaloosa Light. <laughs> and uh, I, I just love, I love the breed. Uh, you know, I just do. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Donna, for joining us. We really appreciate it. We're going to post a link to the video. So if anybody hasn't seen it, they can check it out. And uh, good luck with the appies. Okay, excellent. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thanks for getting up early. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really She's early. She's in California. Yeah, really early. <laughs> Most yeah, musicians yeah. I know aren't right. getting up that early. Today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Bye, Donna. Bye, Donna. All right. We'll talk to you later. I think all, right. all of our guests are all of the women on the show are on the East Coast. Well, except for Jimmy, she's you know yeah. midday for her. But yeah. <laughs> all the women on this show have gotten up early, so we're going to talk to Karen. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to Karen yeah, let because me get, let me get her on while we're uh, doing a commercial here. So let me uh, t- okay. bring on Kentucky Performance Products. By the way, they will. Kentucky Performance Products has a booth this year at WAG at the World of Question Games. If you're there, please stop by and say hi to Karen and tell them that you listen to Horses in the Morning. That is so yes. important for you to do. So I don't care if you buy anything. Just tell them that you listen to Horses in the Morning and you hear about Kentucky Performance all the time. Go to all of our sponsors and mention that. Please do that while you're we'll at World of Question Games. And buy something, too. Yeah, you can do that, too. All right. Well, I'm bringing a suitcase so I can finally get home some of those dang electrolytes. Oh, that are you know what best. Jennifer did? She sold two saddles she doesn't use and said to me yesterday, I'm keeping the cash because we have our truck. We don't have to fly, which means she oh, can bring stuff you're home. Oh, so lucky. <laughs> I know. All right, here we go. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out, swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. 
All right, well, your guest is here, I hope. Hi, Karen. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we yes. can. Yes. Sounds great. I, I So, Joe, a little history here. Well, the let's, reason let's I wanted... remind everybody, Karen Chatton is the host of our endurance episode, Once a Month, has been for the last five years here on Horses in the Morning, and that is why we have her on. Okay, go ahead. We have her on because she's the goddess of, of, of endurance, and I have questions. And so I figured, like, let's go to the to the experts here. Why am I going to mess around? <laughs> so the reason um, we're having her on and I have questions is for those who didn't hear uh, my, I've been training for an endurance ride. My first ever, I'm an inventor, but I've been training for my first ever endurance ride and my horse. While he's been eventing for two and a half years, training, okay. for, an endu- uh, training for an endurance ride, he bows a tendon. So that sucks. So he's now on layoff. So I've already paid my entry. I'm super excited. I'm doing it with a bunch of friends and I'm like, by God, I'm going to keep doing it. So I like to think I'm going to call this segment fat to fit in five weeks. And (laughs) I need your help because I have my blessed little Mustang, a huge Mustang named Thor. And Thor is a generally, he's a lesson horse. He teaches little kids and he's very lazy and he's fantastic. Um, But he was anything but an endurance horse. So I've been riding him and like trying to like get him moving a little bit the past couple of days. And I just need some help. How can I get my horse from fat to fit in five weeks for a 25 mile ride? Well, how old is he? He's 10. Okay. That's a good age. And how much riding is he getting currently? I remember one time you mentioned that he's being ridden a couple times a week for like 45 minutes. Yes. He's ridden, been ridden twice a week um, by stu- students. So just in a lesson for- format, he doesn't do well in the heat, which is, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> good thing he doesn't live in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. And so when he's being ridden, what are you doing with him exactly? Just for like in the past couple days? Well, during his lessons. Is he mostly trotting? Is he cantering? How much, how much of that time is he spending with his heart rate up? Um, probably most of it, uh, because okay. the walk, trot, can or jump basically. And so, okay. you know, and, and they're private lessons, so they don't, there's not a lot of standing around. It's fairly, fairly active. Okay. Well, th- well, that's good. And what's the footing like? Uh, going nice through. sand arena. Okay. So he's used to some sand. Okay. Well, uh, I think what you're doing is a good start. He's got a nice base. How many years has he been being worked? Um, I got him in 2015. So 15, okay. 16, four years. So he's ready. Yes. He's ready to start, um, you know, picking up a little bit more, more work. Uh, what I usually do when I start a new horse out, when I go out and do training is I will start with like increments because it's just easy for me to remember 10 minutes. So I will start out just trotting down the trail for about 10 minutes. And then that's getting his heart rate up. And then you walk for another five and then just start doing that and building from there. And then the most important thing when you get into your competition is that you ride it similar to how you've been training. So you make sure you don't get caught up with other people and accidentally go, oh, I've been trotting for 45 minutes and this is the first time he's ever done that nonstop. Mm -hmm. So you need to kind of start to 
think about what you're doing when you're going out there and riding, um, how much of the time you're getting his heart rate up. And as you do that, you, you want to, you probably, do you have a heart rate monitor by any chance? I do not, That's but okay. I have a stethoscope and some Good. bad skills. Okay, perfect. Yes. <laughs> you don't really need a heart monitor. I, for example, my horse bow that just went over 10,000 miles, I've never ridden him with a heart monitor. So it, it's not something you need, but the stethoscope is actually very important. I would suggest once you do a, a ride, a training ride, you hop off, you know, maybe say you've climbed up a hill and or you're just finished riding for an hour, you're going to want to check his pulse rate and see how he's doing there because with a limited distance ride you need to come down to a pulse of 60 within 30 minutes at all of the vet checks as well as the finish okay i'm writing all this down sorry <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay uh, and then and some other advice that you that will probably help you out since you said he doesn't do really well in the heat is you're going to want to have a sponge um, and possibly a scoop and start practicing now with doing the sponging and scooping and cooling him down so that um, I know he's a Mustang, so he's probably not going to do the little Arab. Oh, my God, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> the first time you start, especially if you have a sponge on a string, a lot of the riders will take their sponge on a string and dip it into you know, the water trough or a creek or whatever, and yank it up into the air and then sponge the neck as they go. Oh, cool. Good idea. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And so that kind of stuff you'll, you'll want to practice ahead of time. And then, uh, again, take out the stethoscope and check and see how he's dropping with his pulse rate. This is uh, awesome. Okay, good. Cooling. And so, yes, just gradually build up, you know, uh, uh, one uh, important thing is don't add speed and distance at the same time. So like if you're trotting for a 10 minute interval and then say walking for five or 10 and then trotting for 10 more and say you do that three or four times, then that's good. But you're not going to want to add um, too, you know, too much additional difficulty at the same time. So, uh, Gradually build, you know, so I guess what I'm trying to say is don't go running them up a hill if you're also adding on the amount of time that you're you're working him at a trot, for example. So you just don't want to overstress or overdo something that he's not used to. So just gradually add on. Uh, it sounds like at the rate you're going, I mean, how, how long are you taking him? Have you taken him out on the trail very often? Um, so here's what I've been doing since I decided to do this a week ago. We have some farm fields and I would like to give you the very, very baseline of my first ride out in the farm fields by myself with him, a lazy Mustang. I <laughs> did four miles in one and a half hours. That okay. seems very sluggish. <laughs> 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 yes, you're going to need to move that up. Not a whole lot. Though. <laughs> now, was that because of you or the horse? Um, oh, my God, Glenn. If I stopped <laughs> pushing him and stopped kind of like I wasn't kicking him. But if I stopped pushing, you know what he would do? He would just come to a stop like a car. When you take your foot off the gas pedal, it just eventually slows down. That's what he did. Does it get better when you turn him back towards home? <laughs> 
You know, usually he does this. I think he's very much like he's really mad at his brother right now <laughs> for doing this <laughs> to him. But um, yeah, he does. So I went out yesterday with another horse and and it was better. Um, definitely much better. Good. Yes. Yeah, some horses definitely do better with a buddy. Do you have somebody you can ride with at this ride? Oh, yes. So in this ride, Andrea, which is a, a, a very accomplished, she just rode in Tevis. Yes, she, no, I, I know I met I met Andrea at Tevis. Yes. Okay, perfect. She <laughs> is going to mentor me and I'm taking two other girlfriends. So there's going to be a group of four. And I was like, when I was uh, had Zeus, I was like, well, heck, we're good. She said something okay. about we ride together and we do. I was like, hell no, I'm winning this thing. And she's like, no, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> and I think now I've realized that four miles in an hour and a half, I ain't winning this thing. So I've got a mentor who's really helping me along and she's answering right. a lot of questions. Perfect. Um, so I, I think actually she's listening right now. She was wondering what time you're going to be on. So hi, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> so Good. she, I swear you endurance people are worse than crack dealers. Like <laughs> come back for more. I mean, you are pushers. Like every single listener that has a, a done an endurance ride, everybody is so, in, I would say pushers. They're kind of <laughs> strong arming me, but also encouraging um, because it's a sport that I haven't done. And I'm, I'm interested in learning about all equestrian sports, especially when you take such good care of your animal and your animal and endurance, just like an eventing is your partner. Right. And uh, you definitely won't get bored. <laughs> yes. Oh, so you heard about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you guys entertain your brain for a hundred miles, but whatever. It's cool. I'll, I'll learn all about it. Um, <laughs> See, she doesn't want to be that wrapped up in her own thoughts for that long. Yeah, it's no, scary. I don't like getting in my own head. Yeah. It's really frightening in there. So at well, least I'll have friends to talk to. Right. Yes. There's so much going on and, and there's so much to think about in regards to uh, your strategy and your horse, how, you know, how you're doing, how your horse is doing. Um, one more thing for you to work on is um, at this ride, um, when they tell you at the ride meeting and because you're new, they will have, uh, and if they don't make sure you ask, they will have a new rider ride meeting that follows the regular meeting so that you can ask questions on a more individual basis if you have any. But one of the important questions is, well, there's a couple. First of all, they're going to explain how the trail is marked. And since you have Andrea with you, she'll be able to help you with that, uh, learning how the ribbons are marked, you know, indicating turns and stuff like that. But you're going to want to find out how much hold time you have. So you're going to take your, uh, I understand it's a 25, right, that you're doing? Yes. Okay, so you take the 25 and you have six hours to complete, but you're also going to have your vet holds, which could be anywhere from probably a half an hour to an hour. So you have to subtract that out of your ride time of that six hours. So if it's an hour hold, that's going to leave you with five hours of ride time. So you divide that by 25, and that means you need to keep up a five mile an hour pace in order to finish in time. Uh-oh, I'm way behind. Yeah, which I just figured out is about three times what she did the other day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have five hours to complete. Now, this is Arizona, and um, it's unfortunately very hot. We were going to do a ride up in the, the northern part of the state, which is uh, higher elevation, and it's not so hot. Unfortunately, that ride got canceled, so 
they kind of scrambled to create a ride that same weekend. Um, I thought it was off the hook, but it turns out they just popped up with another one. And so, um, it's down here in Arizona. So apparently we need to finish a little quicker than five hours. Otherwise we're going to die of heat exhaustion. So, um, a couple questions that I have. Okay. Um, and, and I just started him on one AC, but do you guys have any tricks for making a horse sweat better? Cause he's just not a big sweater. And well, <laughs> you just have to write him more, I think. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's brutally honest. Okay. Got that. Write him more. Working harder. <laughs> uh, um, you- you may do a want to do a trace clip on him. Okay. You know, clip some hair off of his neck, and uh, y- you know, uh, maybe a, a little more aggressively with the clippers. If, like you, if you know, once you start checking him with the stethoscope and see where his recoveries are, because you you know you really want to make sure he's coming down within. I would say five or six minutes. You're going to want to see him you know, starting to drop down into the 60s and then get to 60 or below. Um, And if not, then that's going to tell you, um, you know, before you get to the ride, if he's going to be ready or not. Gotcha. And you also want to check, just one more thing is after you're done riding and also the next morning is you're going to want to check for any filling in his legs and make sure everything looks good. Right. The same thing basically with, with any horse that you're working, just keep an eye on him and making sure everything, all of his parameters are going back to normal and he's behaving like he should in regards to eating and drinking, peeing and pooping. Gotcha. No, just uh, cause we're running out of time. I could talk to you for hours about this and I may just call you later. Um, <laughs> how, uh, he's been barefoot for his entire 10 years. Okay. What do you, what do you think? I know you ride in boots that I, I don't, should I put shoes on them? Do I put, but when I talked to Andrea, she gave me 16 different options, including like spending a million dollars on rubber shoes, which uh, it's not going to happen. So, um, what do you, you suggest? Can, uh, you know, with only five weeks to go, uh, you know, the, the boots are a great option. If you're familiar with them, I'm not really sure in five weeks, if you've never used them, how that's going to work because you don't want to get out there. I tell new riders, there's a, there's a learning curve. And so if you're adding in trying to ride barefoot or using boots and you haven't done it before, in addition to everything else that you're learning it, for some people, it's just a little bit too much over the top for them. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Cool. Good answer. I'm glad about that. So um, when I talked to Andrea, she said, you know, maybe you do shoe him, and I was like, well, do I shoe him just before the ride? And she said that, you know, maybe it's a better idea to shoe him because of all the training that we're going to be doing. What would you think? Sure. Um, you know, and then that's just, that's another thing with the timing and the scheduling. It sounds like he probably has pretty decent feet. Yeah. So if you shoe him now, um, five, you've got five weeks to go for the ride. Uh, he may still be good to go on the set. I don't like to do when I did shoe my horses. I always like to do them at least two or three weeks ahead of an event. Okay. And then that way, you know, you're less likely to, you know, have any foot sensitivity or anything like that. Um, but then again, if he hasn't been shot before, you know, that's also a 
learning experience as well. You'll get to find out how he wears his shoes. Okay. All right. I have to break up this party because, uh, so Jamie, we have 4,000 episodes of the Endurance Radio Show you need to start (laughs) go back and listening to. uh, Karen gives all this advice. So (laughs) thank you, Karen. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to go load my horses. I'm on my way to a ride this morning. Are you doing 25, 50, 100? Uh, um, a hundred miles, hopefully with Bo, and fifty miles with Chief. Well, don't you feel lazy now? Uh, God, I'm a, I'm just a worthless. <laughs> thanks, Karen. <laughs> okay, thanks. Have a good weekend. Bye. So Bye. She's gonna, you're gonna, she's gonna ride one and then get off and go ride the other one. Yeah, yeah. In two oh days. my God, <laughs> I'm swear I have ridden four the same four and a half mile trek for the past couple of days, and my butt is so chafed. I'm just like. <laughs> I didn't even get to the butt chafing questions. I'll go listen to the endurance episode. Actually, th- we just did one recently where it was for it was all about being new at an endurance ride. What to do is your first time. It was the whole episode. Well, why was didn't that. you tell me that? Well, yeah, you can go listen. It's there. It's right God, on our you show. You told me that before. I wouldn't have sounded like such a wuss <laughs> baby in all these questions. Oh no, you're not. Everybody that does their endurance ride for the first time is the same baby questions. <laughs> okay, fine. Good. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to. To sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. All right, so this uh, really bad ads that we do every Friday is brought to you by Tack of the Day at tackoftheday.com. And for the first time, with our with a little help from somebody that works there that we know listens to the show every week, and she said, by the way, that we're doing a terrific job with the ads. So, But she gave us a sneak peek at the weekend products because you know they change at noon. So we're always usually yeah, talking. Yeah, we always – I've been we're wondering. At the end. I've been, yeah. yeah, I've been I'm like, you guys have five minutes to yeah. go ahead <laughs> That's right. And most people listen to our show record in the afternoon. Exactly. So I have a pre preview for everybody listening live or this morning. You're going to hear it here first. So this is what we have coming up this weekend. We have the Mountain Horse the Mountain Horse High Ice Rider 3 Boots. They're coming up. They're marked down to $109, which is $40 off the retail. We have a halter and lead set. Now, they say these are the cheapies. So if you want an expensive pair, nylon with fleece lining uh, with bright colors. They're marked down to $14.99. Apparently, they were $26.95. By the way, these prices can change at the last minute. So it can change right up to noon time when they post it. Uh, leather half chaps. And actually, she says that she thinks you bought a pair of these last time. That's really disconcerting that she knows all of my purchases. <laughs> <laughs> but because I b- believe in Tech of the Day, I love it. So, yeah, these leather half chaps are awesome. She said they have bling. Did yours have bling? Yes, they have little like blingy little diamonds on the side and they're really they just look really nice and it's really good quality leather and like i told chad now i usually usually pay 99 dollars for my half jabs i bought the same ones every year and these were like babe it's like they're free that's right in the 40s and they practically are because they're going to be 43.99 marked down from 80 so there you go that was like we made money on this (laughs) that's right you did the only thing that's 
that's confusing is the zipper is in the back and I've never had back zippers on half shafts. I've always been on the side. So it's taken me a little bit of a learning curve to figure out how to zip up the back. But apparently like everybody else knows how to do it. Just not me. (laughs) She had to do some squats to be able to get it, get to the back. I'm like, I, do I bend that way? (laughs) Yeah, it turns out I do. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, I got to check these out for scooter. They have pony sheets, um, marked down from $110 to 60 and they come in pink, purple, and blue. Oh my god! So we have to check those out too. I have to. I have to check those out for Scooter and see what they have. And of course, our prize for this week is a box of crap out of my closet. We're going to pick a winner no, at the end of the month. It, oh, it's not Ada crap. No, it's it, it is Ada crap. There's some Ada crap and some closet crap. We got a little bit of all crap. But you can go get your Tack of the Day products. Check it out every day. They change every day at noontime. So you're going to want to check it out. It's tackoftheday.com. Don't miss a day. And if you really want to be tempted every day, sign up for their email, and they will send you what they are every day. And then you'll, you'll cry like Jamie every day when she has to save money. <laughs> I didn't get that purse, and I really wanted that purse. <laughs> I know. You posted was... about a purse. I know you really wanted the purse. <gasps> it like, had this cool Snapple bit, like a half Snapple bit. It was so cute cute and it was not actual leather so that makes me even happier and I just I was like god I want it so bad and I just was trying to be sensible and I didn't get it and I totally have like regret now <laughs> well here we go let's start our really bad ads today we have the first one by the way these are ads that are found by our listeners submitted to us either from Craigslist or Facebook and we just have a little fun with them every Friday and this is Cynthia she gets double the entries for the prize because she read it herself we have a lot of those today hey horses in the morning crew this is Cynthia in Washington State I have a really bad ad I'd like to read and it goes like this there is absolutely interesting punctuation, so bear with me. It says, saddlebred mare, dot, 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 five years, dot, 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 load, dot, 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 travels in trailer, dot, 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 feet, dot, 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 halters, dot, 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 <laughs> Needs training, dot, dot, dot. Green broke, dot, dot, dot. Comes from show horses, dot, dot, dot. Registered, dot, dot, dot. A great bloodline, dot, dot, dot. Gated and really moves nice, dot, dot, dot. Likes kids and everyone, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Good around dogs. Dot, dot, dot. Great attitude. Dot, dot, dot. Willing to work. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> this person Easy can only catch. talk in three word sentences. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Beautiful girl. Capitalized. Period. Oh, the end. Awesome. I have no idea like- what I just read to you. <laughs> Was that nothing. like 47 haikus in a row? A yes. <laughs> I can only talk in three word sentences. I thought I was bad. <laughs> I couldn't hear it very well, but it sounded hilarious. I love it when people read punctuation. It makes me very happy. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, you have the next one where there's no punctuation, apparently. Just, okay. Just well, sentences short. It's the same yeah. thing as this one, just without the dots. <clears throat> and Coral sent this one in. Thank you, Coral. Beautiful name. 11 year old APHA gelding paint horse for sale, $1,500 in Arlington. 11-year-old gelding paint horse. Green broke. 15 
12.4 HH. 1,200 pounds. Champion Sheepo Bloodline Two Bars Robin. Everything is a different line, by the way, if you didn't get that. Registered with American Pain Horse Association. Well-trained, but not broken. Very gentle stands for farrier. Excellent health. Need to sell ASAP. I just need a horse I can ride now. What's it well-trained at if you can't ride it? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) It's either trained or it's not trained. I don't get it. Uh, And it's 11 years old. Do you think by now we would do some training that we could actually ride the horse? Yeah. Somebody, please. (laughs) Stephanie sent in the following one. Hey, guys. It's Stephanie from New York. This one came across my feed yesterday, and I thought you'd enjoy it. Still looking for help with half lease on farm with my horse. No children experience. Woman, please PM me awesome horse. I guess that's what you call short and sweet. I was like, Albeit what? Completely <laughs> nonsensical. <laughs> hey, I Stephanie, almost need to hear that again. <laughs> you're not allowed to use big words like nonsensical on this show. <laughs> um, uh, Lorene sent the following one in. Free mini horse in Milledgeville. Okay, first of all, Milledgeville's in Georgia. It uh, is? Uh, there is a Milledgeville in Georgia. Number two, I like Lorene when she sends it in. And I need to hear this in her New York accent. So, Glenn, you're going to have to read it no in New Lorene's York accent. accent. <laughs> I have no New York accent. My southern accent's a little better than my New York accent. I can't do a New York accent. Can I do, like, would it sound like I have a free mini horse up for grabs? I bought. <laughs> sort of, that's more Boston, I've I think. But go ahead. been obsessed with horses <laughs> since a little kid. <laughs> Lorraine, I'm not making fun of you. I love you. I need more of you. Reason for letting go. I had my mom. I'm like Christopher Walken. I had my mom go pick it up thinking it was a regular size horse. And she came back with a mini horse. And I'm six, seven. And I can't ride a mini horse, mom. (laughs) Six, seven. She brings home a mini. (laughs) (laughs) That horse can walk under its legs with room to spare. Uh, oh my god! Okay, so, so, what, what, what was she thinking, <laughs> Lorraine? You need to read this, but now I'm going to read it in the southern accent. You can tell me which is funny because okay. I All kind right. of thought that the New York thing was pretty funny because, okay. like, right. it's a regular size horse, <laughs> and she came back with a mini horse. <laughs> okay, so. Hey y'all! I got to like, whew, see how hard this is like to transition my brain. to go from one to the other. Yeah. I have a oh that's teenager. Hold on. <sighs> I don't know if I can do it. Do I'm, your <laughs> inner Debbie Southern Bell. I have a free mini horse. I have a free mini horse. I have a free mini horse up for grabs. I bought it because I've always been obsessed with horses since I was a little kid. And the reason I'm letting it go is because I had my mom go pick it up thinking it was a regular size horse. And she came back with a mini horse. I'm six, seven, and I can't ride a mini horse, mom. Jeez. Anyways, hit me up real soon because it's not going to last long. It ain't going to be here forever. If it's a pretty horse, I just can't get the pick to load. <laughs> okay, you I had sort of a Long field. Island person that moved to Georgia. That's what you had. <laughs> I need to clean my brain out. Let's hear the <laughs> next ad. That's what happened. <laughs> this is Diane from Ontario with a really bad ad. Oh, no, Ontario. God. This is Mississippi Horses for Sale on Facebook. Mare for Sale. 
price reduced, $500. She is a really sweet girl. I wish I can keep her, but I'm starting college soon. I don't have the time, and she has so much potential. I hate to see her waste in the field. I have put two rides on her, and I also finished her groundwork. Her (laughs) mom and dad was registered, but mom was shot before they can draw blood, so unfortunately, I can't get her papers. What? (laughs) That's what the woman explained to me when I bought her. PM if interested. No trades. Uh... Excuse me, her mom was shot before they could draw blood? (laughs) This sounds like a dangerous situation. Who shot mom? That's (laughs) Anyway, how do you know she has so much potential if you've only put two rides on her? Diane, there's no explaining. Really bad ad, like I said. (laughs) I love Diane. She's awesome. Um. (laughs) But the now you've thrown in can- Canadian accent in with the Southern and the New York, I am so, I have, my brain hurts. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like I, sp- it's like I'm bilingual well, and want- I have to transfer. The next one's, uh, uh, I'll read the next one then. I'll help you. Okay. Okay. You can, you can just deep breath. <laughs> Big grade gelding been used as a pickup horse until he got hooked by a bull. I think he has a split personality. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He split something. Uh, some days he's great, and some days he's a real jerk. Andrea sent this one in. No secrets here. You need to trank him to shoe him, or he will try and kick your head off. He has been used for branding, moving cows, ranch roping, etc. And like I said, some days he is great. We have had beginner rider, we have had beginning riders on him, and they have done just fine. I have ridden them in the hills or gathered on him, and he was just fine. Other days, it's better just to leave him at home if you get my meaning. If you are looking for a horse that you can ride twice a year, well, then this is not the horse for you. But if you use your horse as often as you change your pants, then it'll probably suit you perfect. He is not a horse for the faint-hearted. If you are handy and need a project, or if you think you are handy and need to try and prove it, come out and give him a try. I think he is about 11 years old, 15, three hands, answers to the name of Dick. Okay, he doesn't answer. That's what I call him. $2,500 or best offer. Andrea, good one. I did, she said, I'm pretty sure we had it a few years back, but it bears repeating. It is true. I, I Someone sounds familiar, but the uh, this one's a little bit different. And it is very... It's, it's, I like it's this. Always if you're handy, come out and try them. Let's see how that goes. Answers right. to the name of Dick. Oh, he doesn't answer, but like that's what he is. I know we're running uh, out of right. time, so why don't you do? Um, why don't you do the Washington one, and then we'll call it a day, and we'll save the others for next week. Okay, so we've got some Kayla and Mo sent theirs in. I want to hear them. So, um, from Washington Horse Tack Exchange on Facebook, Karina sent this one in. Ellie May, Ellie May is a Class B mini. About oh God, there's no punctuation. Wait. There is punctuation. There is punctuation. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Ellie Mae is a Class B mini about seven years old and not trained to do anything, really. 
left side parentheses, right side. So how about I just say closed parentheses? Oh, that's better. Yeah, yeah. That's really annoying to say, by the way. Say that with me, everybody at closed home. Closed parentheses. parentheses. In a, in a, yeah. Ellie Mae is a class B mini, about seven years old and not trained to do anything, really. Closed parentheses. She comes to her name and will mug you if you have a beer. Closed parentheses. She is sassy and doesn't lead well. She's Closed parentheses. <laughs> she is purely used for her comic release. Relief. Closed parentheses. Selling mostly as a pasture pet or companion for another animal. Closed parentheses. Closed parentheses close parentheses it is more work to do close parentheses than a period people <laughs> why would you, the, the left one you gotta hit shift and then the left one and then shift and then the right one or and then you have to do that three times just use a dot <laughs> i love that this is an alcoholic horse too uh, you know with all the parentheses you kind of miss that she comes running I, yeah. to you if you have a beer and she is sassy well most women that i know that drink a lot of beer are sassy so there you go well, we come by it on. Maybe a little AA <laughs> for this uh, particular uh, horse. We we would have a better horse. I don't know. I'll I love that they like. No, we just literally use this pony to laugh at. Yeah, <laughs> she does nothing. She does drink nothing. Beer. You can have her for free. Close parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's close the, close the. That is hard to say. Let's right? close the parentheses on this show. Uh, thank you, Jemmy, for joining us on this Friday. I think Jennifer's out riding, actually. So uh, we appreciate you joining us. We'll be back next Monday with another show. So tune in then. Sorry I wasn't super good today. I feel a little bit off. Well, you're worried about Thor and your emotional. ass hurts. So there's that. <laughs> my ass hurts. My horse is broken. It's a big mess. Yep. It's such a good week last week, you know. There's a yin and a yang in life, I guess. That's right. All right, everybody. Take care. Spay, neuter, gelt. <laughs>